Welcome to the Underground, unlocking alternative journeys to health with host Kelly Richardson. Over the next hour, you're going to hear from the experts of bioenergetic kinesiology and clients who have experienced success with this modality. Now, here is Kelly. Welcome to the Underground. I'm your host, Kelly Richardson. I'm the owner of the Richardson Center for Learning and Wellness in Janesville, Wisconsin, where we provide services for people with concussions, trauma, allergies, learning issues, and those with aches and pains. I've been in the field for over a decade and share a passion to teach others about bioenergetic kinesiology. One way I plan on doing this is bringing in leaders in my field, as well as clients to tell their personal stories on the show. You can reach me at kellyrichardson.us, or you can call the office at 608-563-5202. Now, allergies are difficult for many people to navigate. They affect our work, our social lives, as well as our sleep. Allergies can inhibit us from going to see our loved ones that have pets in their house, and they can also control when we go outside. Many have tried traditional coping methods to deal with allergies, such as shots and antihistamines. Sometimes those choices are not the most productive for the individual. That's where bioenergetic kinesiology can assist in balancing the body to the allergen. Today, we have two guests on, my daughter, Hannah Richardson, and Amanda Torres. Both ladies have suffered from severe allergies within their lives. We will hear their stories today on The Underground. First up is my one and only daughter, Hannah. Hannah works for the American Clinical Diagnostic Association in Washington, D.C. Previously, she held internships working in the office of Congressman Ron Kind and the American Association of Port Authorities in D.C. as well. In her free time, Hannah enjoys tennis, hanging out with friends, meeting new people, and spending time outside. Welcome to the underground, Hannah. Hi, Mom. How are you? (laughs) I'm doing good. Can you describe your experience with having allergies when you were a kid? Yeah. So I've always struggled with um, allergies to mainly fruits, uh, a lot of uh, organic uh, fruits, vegetables. um, And it kind of got in the way of my everyday life. one being apples specifically. I was very, very allergic to apples uh, my entire childhood. Um, And growing up, I would have one and my throat would just swell up um, um, so bad that I couldn't breathe and I would have to be taken to the hospital. Mom, I'm sure you, that probably freaked you out just as much as it (laughs) freaked me out. Um, But yeah, no, it was very big struggle. It was I felt like I was going to die. It was not great. Um, but yeah, that was kind of my experience with allergies. And I've noticed um, as I've gotten older, there's been new allergies like carrots, celery, like my with the same uh, throat swelling up. Sometimes I get like itchy gums, itchy throat. Um, usually I just contact you and I'm like, hey, mom, this is happening. And then we go into your office, you do your little voodoo and then I'm better. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my experience with allergies, but they get really scary. Yeah. When Hannah was little, she would literally about once a month, we'd have to take her to the ER because she couldn't breathe. And I remember one particular time on the way to the 
new emergency room that was actually closer to our house. And she goes, mom, am I going to die? And I'm like, like, hell, you're going to (laughs) die. That's not happening on my watch. So there's been a lot of very close calls, very scary situations that my daughter has given me gray hairs over stuff. So thanks for that. I appreciate it. Um, So with when you have these allergies, she was actually diagnosed with um, being allergic to trees. And at the time, we lived in the woods where the and the kids played outside all day long. So she was around trees constantly. And it took us many years to figure out that anything that had wood on it would make her have an allergic reaction. So that's where all the fruits come in that she would have allergic reactions to. As far as carrots, I'm not quite sure what was up with that, but you know, you've gotta you gotta keep your mom on your toes, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you remember any of the things that we tried prior to you coming to see me when I finally learned how to do this? Yeah. Um I do remember we used to go to the hospital was it weekly or bi-weekly? Monthly. Monthly. Oh, well, it felt (laughs) like it was every single time. Um, We used to go monthly um, to get allergy shots specifically for apples and trees. Um, And I remember I would get a shot, my arm would swell up to the size of like my head (laughs) and I would have to ice it for like a day and a half. And I would just be sitting there and I'm like, ah, and it would of course itch. It would just be irritating, but it was in the hopes of like building up my immunity because I'd rather have a swollen arm than a swollen throat. Um, Mm -hmm. So that was kind of the experience. It wasn't my favorite thing in the world because I'm not a fan of needles, but you know, you got to suck it up. And it really, honestly, it never worked for you. It didn't help. We still had to give you Benadryl. We still had to get you on your inhaler just to stave off the effects if you were... um, around it. I remember one time you were at um, elementary school and had taken hot lunch and we didn't know that they put apple juice in everything apparently. Um, And you had an allergic reaction at school. Do you remember that? Uh, Vaguely. I think it was like, I don't remember what it was. I think it was some sort of dessert and there was apples in it. Or like apple juice. Apple and all juice. of a sudden I'm like, oh, um, I need to go to the office. I think I'm dying. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, oh. and then everybody in the office was freaking out. And my teacher was freaking out. But I'm like, I've been through this before. I'm like, just call my mom. She'll take me to the hospital. I'll be fine. Well, your dad actually got picked you up. But in the meantime, they were about ready to call the paramedics on you. So that was pretty yeah. scary for them as well. But, I was relatively um, calm during all of that because I was just so used to it at this point. I'm like, ah, they, my parents can take me. It'll be fine. <laughs> no trauma there. It's <laughs> so when I started doing bioenergetic kinesiology, the first thing that we learn is how to take care of allergies. Allergies are related to emotional events that take place in our in our lives. And Hannah and Scott picked me up from the airport the first time I took a class out in Boston, Massachusetts. And I remember telling them, oh my gosh, so they're telling us that all allergies are related to some emotional traumatic event that's happened in our lives. And that's from the backseat I hear. And you got to realize, I really didn't believe it. (laughs) I really did not believe it. But from the back seat, I hear, 
mom, is that why I'm allergic to trees? Because I got this huge sliver in my foot and you guys had to hold me down and yank it out. And I'm like, I don't know. I really don't believe this is true. And the next day I was making some apple pie for some event. Um, and I had an extra one because if you're making one, you might as well make more than one. And Hannah wanted to try it. So she's like, mom, do that thing. 20 minutes after I worked on her, I had the Benadryl. I had the car keys. I had the insurance card. And um, we let her try a piece of apple pie that night. And she had no allergic reactions. In fact, she ate three slices of apple pie that night. After that, I was really intrigued with this work. So Hannah was the reason why I actually got into this field because it actually worked on her. So do you remember that time period at all? I do. Um, I remember the first time you worked on me. Um, I think you laid me out on the kitchen table and you're like, all right, I'm going to fix you. I'm like, at this point, I was like, I don't really care. Like my body overreacts to apples. Like I'm, you know, this, this has to work or something has to work. Um, crazier things have happened. So then you started, um, I don't know, in my opinion, when I was like, I think I was nine, 10, you just started like poking me and I was like, okay, fine. And then I had apple pie. And I think we also had the nebulizer too, just in case like a it was your It was your little yeah, brutal. Yeah. Um, the little dinosaur mask one. Um, but yeah, no, I had apple pie and I was fine. And I was like, okay, cool. I didn't really think much of it. I was like, I'm not dying. I could probably have another. And then and you another. did. And you did. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that was that was the first time. And then I was like, okay, well, maybe mom could fix all of my other uh allergies. And I think that started you down the the path of where you are now. Yeah. I'm sorry. Apparently we're having some internet connection issues. We're having a snowstorm right now. So I apologize if we break up at all. Um, yeah. So with, with your experience with bioenergetic kinesiology, can you tell us what it was like growing up with a crazy mom like me? Um, it was, it was fine. It was kind of weird because I mean, I would never hear from you who you've been working on, but kids from my grade would come up to me and be like, Hey, I know your mom. And I'm like, Oh, how do you know her? And they're like, Oh, I, she worked on me. And I'm like, that was crazy. I was like, Oh, I didn't know, you know, my mom better than you know me. Um, so that was, that <laughs> I was made a little you popular. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then once I went to college, uh, a lot of my friends were in nursing and um, a lot of the medical field are very interested in energy work. And I kind of told them about what you did. And a lot of them were like, I need to meet your mom. And um, my, so I've had friends come down, um, meet you, uh, shadow you. Um, and it's kind of, I have a running joke with my best friend, Lauren, that the amount of She's seen you more times than she's seen me in Milton. Um, <laughs> she's drove down to like shadow you and see you more than she's seen me. Um, but that's, yeah, that's kind of fun um, to joke about. But yeah, no, it's, it was, it was a little weird growing up. I had a little, like I was known, even though I wasn't known, if that makes sense. Yeah. 
So you even decided to take a class with me and lo and behold, it was on muscle testing and allergy clearing. And Hannah brought down a load of her friends and we had a great day in the classroom and they were causing a lot of trouble. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So tell us about your experience in learning about bioenergetic kinesiology. Yeah, um, a lot of it, at least from my perspective, like, you know, I grew up, I think it was at this point, 10 years, I've seen you do this. A lot of it I've kind of picked up. You've taught me like bits and pieces. I've, I was really comfortable and familiar with it. So it wasn't any like earth shattering news to me at all. Um, but, you know, um, I picked it up relatively quick. It was, I just learned the basics. Um, I was able to like kind of work on my own allergy because I started developing an allergy after my cat died. Um, so I was able to kind of, ease that allergy down. It wasn't, I don't think it completely worked, but it definitely was a lot better than it was. Um, and you did that yourself. I did that myself because I wanted to test it. Um, but as for my friends, when they came down, a lot of them were interested in this stuff. Some of them were better at it than others. Um, but a lot of it was very, very new to them. Um, but afterwards, I just know at least my best friend, Lauren, she uh, she took the class and she really, really took it to heart and did a lot of work. Um, she always wanted to do work on me. And I was like, okay, fine. Like, go for it if you need practice. And she's super intrigued with it. Um, and she's really kind of taken a lot of it to heart. Um, but it is, I don't know, it was just really, really new to a lot of them. And hopefully they find it a little bit helpful. And I mean, Lauren did. So she still shadows you. <laughs> yeah, she wants to come down and shadow me again. Sometimes she's already texted me. Yeah, the, you know, this is kind of new stuff. It's only about 50 years old. So <laughs> it's just now getting out in America. It's been around the United or it's been around the world for a long time, but in the United States, it's it's been a little bit slow in coming. But yeah, we also worked on your dyslexia that you inherited from me because dyslexia can be inherited from a parent or a relative. How did um, getting the, the dyslexia work done and getting brain integration done affect you or help you in your life? Yeah. Um, a lot of my childhood, I realized I was just taking like any way to not read something. Like I would do, I would avoid it like the plague. Like um, I could like picture books, like in school, I would try to find books that had more pictures or whenever I had a project, I would just look at word count. Like I need to find the one that has the least amount of words. Um, and I would choose that one. Uh, and I even noticed like when I took piano as a kid, um, instead of actually reading the music while I played, I would listen to a song memorize it and then try to recreate it. So that way the next mm -hmm. session I had with my teacher, I could just play it instead of having to read it. Um, so I took a lot of loopholes like that. Um, and, you know, I would always switch around my B's and D's. I still do to this day. Like I, you know, when I'm tired, I have like mm -hmm. writing, I'm like, ah, oh, dang it. 
Um, it still does come up when you're tired, when you're writing or when I type, I notice that it happens, but it only happens like when I'm really tired. Yeah. Now, compared to it always happened all the time before. Yeah. And like, I mean, now like my reading is significantly better. Like it, I can, you know, actually read. I was able to enjoy a book for the first time in middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, no, now I can read, but with, you know, technology, audiobooks are right there, which that was a godsend. Oh yeah. All all our family are big into Audible and audiobooks, even to this day. Because yeah. I don't think we can sit still long enough to read a book. We yeah. have to be moving around and doing stuff. Yeah, that and like with work, the job that I'm in now, there's a lot of reading involved. So a lot of this, like, you know, there isn't audio formats. So it definitely I do a lot of reading during my day and a lot of writing. And um, I don't think I could have done that if I was still very, very against reading. Right. I mean, you always would write. That wasn't really your issue. Your issue was reading. It was like pulling teeth when I was homeschooling you. But I had to reteach you how to be able to read with dyslexia so that you could read. But, you know, hey, I think we did okay because she graduated early from college and got a big girl job and is taking over Washington, D.C. So soon she's going to, like, take over the world. (laughs) That's what we're looking forward to with Hannah. But we're going to take a little bit of a break right now. Today, we've been talking with Hannah Richardson and her experience with using bioenergetic kinesiology to balance her body to allergens, as well as to manage her dyslexia. When we return, we will hear from Amanda Torres and her experience with bioenergetic kinesiology. Stay tuned. America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Are you not getting the answers or results you are looking for in your healthcare journey? Join the underground each week as we explore alternative tracks to wellness. We will be bringing on experts in the field of bioenergetic kinesiology, as well as hear stories about those who have had success in utilizing this modality. The Underground, unlocking alternative journeys to health. Hosted by Kelly Richardson. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to The Underground with Kelly Richardson. Have a question for Kelly or her guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show. 
Welcome back to The Underground. We have been talking with Hannah Richardson and her experiences with using bioenergetic kinesiology to balance the body to her allergies. Up next, we will hear from Amanda Torres. Amanda Torres is a dedicated speaker and a passionate advocate for women's empowerment and personal growth. With a background in entrepreneurship, Amanda is dedicated to helping women recognize their intrinsic value beyond titles. She had also she's also a loving mother of two amazing boys, a bonus mom to four wonderful children, and a proud grandma to two beautiful granddaughters. Amanda hosts the inspiring podcast Becoming Amanda. When she sh- shares stories, insights, and actionable advice. Welcome to the Underground, Amanda. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Sorry, I botched up on your intro. <laughs> All good. <laughs> Could you share with the listeners the first time you heard about bioenergetic kinesiology? So about 11 years ago, my father passed away suddenly. And when that happened, about two weeks after he passed away, I jumped out. It was in January. I jumped out to get gas in my car. And I only put $20 worth in because it was cold. And so then I got back into my car and I felt like my eyes were feeling a little weird. And all of a sudden they started to get puffy. And I thought of everything that I had ate that day, went home and took my contacts out, all of the things. And then over the course of the month, um, other things started showing up. Like when I was cold, I would start to cough and then I'd warm up and I was fine. And my husband, my now husband said, wouldn't that be funny if you were allergic to the cold? And I'm like, is that a thing? And sure enough, I looked it up and I'm like, wow, like I hit every single thing on the list. So I made an appointment with the allergist and he said, yeah, I see one of you every seven to nine years. And did the testing. And of course, I welted up right away from an ice cube being on my arm. And um, he thinks that the trauma from losing my dad was what set the allergy off. So fast forward and our boys are in football together. And I was sitting at a game and it was towards the end of the season. The boys were heading into the playoffs and I had to leave the game early. I always think it just gets emotional because... I missed out on a lot of things because I had to be so careful. Um, When I would have a reaction, I would get hives. My throat would close. My doctor told me to never, you know, do the fun thing where it's like sit in a hot tub and jump into a cold pool because that would set off potentially a whole body reaction. Um, I live in Wisconsin. And so I was pretty homebound (laughs) all winter. Frozen um, tundra right there. Yes. So I had a, I was having a conversation with you and had told you that I, I needed to head out because of this ridiculous allergy that I had and playoffs were coming up and you looked at me and said, I think I might be able to help. And it was that genuine look and feeling that you gave me when you said you deserve to be able to watch your son play football. And I'm like, let's do this. I was I was game for anything. My method of trying to manage it was literally just that. Like I carry an AviQ pen with me in case I have a really bad reaction that I can't get back under control. Um, I was very careful about, you know, I had to plan out trips. It, getting gas in the winter was a no-go. I was thankful I had boys that were willing to help me. Um, I would get dropped off at the front door to go into places like my whole life had to completely rearrange in the winter. And 
to be able to feel like I had some hope was amazing to me. So that was my first, I had, I've, I've known about energy work. When my father passed away, I taught myself tapping, EFT tapping. And so energy work has been a part of my world, but I had never heard about this part and I was, I was willing to jump all in. So that's what we did. (laughs) So the first time that you came in, what was your experience like coming into the office? I was all the emotions. I was, the overarching was excited and hopeful. I was nervous, a little skeptical (laughs) because Uh I had been dealing with it for so long. But that first visit just, it opened up a whole new world for me because it taught me things about myself and the way I navigate my life that I had no idea. And with each appointment, I got more and more excited about being able to build my threshold, but also learning those key pieces about why I was the way I was, whether it's a generational thing or something that happened in my life that I now had the information to be able to go out and heal from it. It showed me that full healing is possible. And I never, I never fully stepped into that, that thought of, or that process of thinking. And so each visit just taught me so much about who I am. And I was just a fire hose after I'd leave. Like I had a friend that I would call every time and I'm like, this is what Kelly said. And it's just made so much sense. And it's like, but it gave me, it empowered me to be able to step into deeper healing from even just past our, our time together. And, and I still reach out to you. Like, I mean, there's still, there's still things and, and to be able to know that that is a tool that I can use on my journey is an amazing gift. I mean, I've, I've called you my angel here on earth for, from day one. So. Aw, that's probably the nicest compliment or the nicest (laughs) description of what I do (laughs) because I've heard everything (laughs) on the show. We've talked about that. So that's just really kind of nice. I remember you coming in and us working specifically on your um, allergy to the cold and I'd work on you. I'm like, all right, now go outside without your coat on. You're like, what? I'm not doing that. Are you crazy? I'm going to die. I'm like, do you believe this or do you not? Like, I'm telling you to do this. So I'm kind of putting myself out there too. And you went outside and you came back in you're like, I can breathe. I can breathe. I I don't have any hives on my body. Mm-hmm. And then I think you went right back out and just to I double did. check and make sure. Yeah. <laughs> and then you came back in <laughs> and you were you were so shocked. And I'm like, well, there you go. It was, you know, uh, an allergic reaction to what happened to you when your dad died. That really affected you. Yeah. That that really um jolted you or not triggered you, but it it really shook you up because he was your rock. And when he went away, it's you're, you're just kind of left there. So bringing you back into yourself and with you, it wasn't just dealing with the allergy, but it was also dealing with the Mm self-confidence, the capability of being able to handle yourself, Mm -hmm. growing up a little bit more than what you were wanting to do. I yes. think I, I pushed you a little harder than you did <laughs> than I do most people. But I mean, my daughter knows that I, I'm a little bit more of a tough love type of 
person <laughs> than, oh, honey, come here. Let me make it all right. better. I'm not very good at that <laughs> at all. <laughs> it's like, suck it up, buttercup. This is life. Let's yes. do this. And yes. so how, what, what's, what are you like today? What, what's changed? How are you doing? Oh my gosh. I, the perspective shifts that I've had over the last couple of years have been amazing. And while the cold allergy is still something I kind of deal with, I mean, if it gets super cold, I know I'm not going outside. Um, but it's given me perspective in that I, I know I react faster when I'm super stressed out. So now I get to take those moments and be like, okay, I know something is going on. I get to go inward and figure that out. And I thank my body for the signal that I need to fix something or tweak something in my life. And so I'm very appreciative of that. Of that. And I feel like that's almost helped that healing process a little more. But my threshold is amazing. Like before I couldn't, air conditioning would shut, would set off a reaction. I couldn't carry in a gallon of milk without my hand swelling. I couldn't eat ice cream. And now I can, I can eat ice cream from a dish slowly, but I eat it. I'm able to enjoy it again. Um, you cannot and, blame me for gaining 10 pounds then. I know. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Home zone is amazing. Let me tell you. <laughs> um, we planned a trip to Alaska and everybody in my life, even now they're like, you're allergic to the cold. Why are you going to Alaska in September? And I had one reaction and I almost think I talked myself into it because mm -hmm. I knew it was at my threshold. I knew we were going uphill, so I would be sucking in the air. And it was almost like a whole manifestation of, of fear, right? Yes. But I went to Alaska with a cold allergy and was able to not have to be dressed in layers or, you know, have my face completely covered all the time. On Christmas Day here, it was 47, windy and raining, and I went for a mile walk. And I came in and I was fine. My normal threshold would be 50 with wind. I mm. would not be able to, I, my face would swell. I'd have to be drinking something hot because my throat would start closing. It's just opening up doors that I haven't been able to have or do in so, so long. And I can get out and get gas when it's, you know, the beginning of winter instead of relying on that everybody. Negative else. 40 degrees though. I don't think anybody can go out. No, no, nobody. Yeah, if you don't that. know, Wisconsin can get pretty <laughs> cold in the winter time. Yeah. 40 degrees, yes. that's shorts weather. That's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's washing the car weather. Yes. <laughs> it really is. Yes. Yes. So it's just it's it's given me perspective. It's taught me to appreciate the signals that my body gives me. And I know that I'm in charge of my own complete and full healing and to be able to have something else to be able to rely on, to be like, hey, like, I know I can't do this by myself right now. Like, I need something to help me over this. Mm -hmm. And that's when I give you a call and, and we get together. So it's just, it's open doors that I never thought would be opened again because... Mm -hmm. My whole life got flipped upside down when I found out that I had this cold allergy. So I'm very thankful. Very thankful. Yeah, I did. I guess I just didn't realize all the different areas of your life that it affected. I just saw you at Nick's game and you were 
crying because you had to leave. And it was like at the biggest part of the game when they could either take the game or lose the game. And they yeah. were head to, heading, you know, close to state. It was yeah. like one, one or two away from state. And it was snowing and it was pretty cold. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and when you're like, I have to go, I'm like, no, we, we got to fix this. We just have to fix this because you, you need to be able to see your son play football. He needs you there. You want to be there. Let's make this happen. And we were able that to make it happen. I was bundled up. I like, know you were. And when I got into the car, my hands were swollen. I had hives all over my legs. My eyes were starting to close. Like it was just, I mean, I was like in like all but shy of like snow pants. <laughs> like I was in so many layers and covered. I mean, it was just, it was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. Like even I remember standing, my friends and I went to a concert in Madison and I remember standing outside and it wasn't even super cold, but I had to have my, the. it was windy and we were waiting in line to get inside and I had to put sunglasses on and it was nighttime. I had to put sunglasses on just to shield some of the wind off my face and the people that would ask questions about why I was wearing sunglasses. I mean, it was just like, it made you so self-conscious because it's like now, you know, blue light glasses are like a good thing to have because you don't look like a dork wearing sunglasses all the time, but um, just simple stuff like that. I mean, it just like being worried that we could get a close enough parking so that I didn't have to be out in the element or, you know, going down to Rockford to see my family, making sure that I had enough in my car in case something happened. Like, I don't love to wear my coat in the car, but I always wear my coat in the car just in case. Like mm -hmm. the whole lot of my life just was turned upside down. Would you be willing to talk a little bit about the anxiety, your anxiety issues and and what we discovered with that. They're very strong. They were very strong. They were <laughs> um, extremely strong. Yeah. Because those played into the allergy as well. Yes. Yeah, 100%. It, I always know that when I am really spiraling, I all I have to do is send it. Like, I remember sitting in the hospital thinking I was having a heart attack. And <laughs> I remember I that. You, and I'm like... I need you to tell me that I'm not dying. And you text me back and she's, and you said to me, you're not your dad. I need you to remember you're not your dad. And whatever you were doing on your end, coupled with me, you know, calming myself down, all of a sudden the monitors stopped beeping and my blood pressure started to come down. And it's like, like I just in that, mo I mean, it literally was a moment that it changed and all just started to, to come down. And being able to, I'm still breaking through the black cloud of all of it. And it's probably a good reminder to get in and, and see you again. Cause it's like, there have been times where it's, it's spiked and then, and then been brought down because I just, those things that you've taught me to be able to go home and, and do myself right. have been immensely helpful. Yeah. When you, when, when you texted me, please tell me I'm not having a heart attack. I'm in the hospital right now. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> And like, fast not well. your dad, you're not, this is anxiety. Yeah. And once you realize that you took control yeah. and you were able to calm the body mm -hmm. and, you know, that's talk about empowerment. Mm -hmm. If you can help yourself, you don't always have to be dependent on someone else. I mean, yeah, I can coach you along the way, yeah. but ultimately this is you helping your body 
respond in a more appropriate manner than it could before. So how cool is that? It's amazing. <laughs> it kind of goes along with what you're doing now and you're, you're coaching others. And do you want to tell us a little bit about your podcast? Sure. So I have Becoming Amanda podcast and it's all about the journey. I talk about all the things on there, whether it's being a mom to adult children or breaking through these societal labels of being a mom and a wife and a sister and a daughter, like we all have a purpose. And so I truly believe that we can get outside of those things and really go after what it is that we're here and meant to do. And I do talk about my cold allergy. I talk about all of those experiences on there too. So just a lot of life stuff that I've learned going through and, and hope that it can help others. So you're paying it forward in a way I helped you. You help everybody else. Exactly. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> well, we're going to take a little bit of a break here. You've been listening to The Underground with Kelly Richardson. We've been talking with two of my clients who have had allergy issues, Amanda Torres and Hannah Richardson. When we return from our break, we'll be taking your calls at 866-472-5791. Stay tuned for the conclusion of The Underground. Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to The Underground with Kelly Richardson. Have a question for Kelly or her guests? Join us on the show at 866 472 5791. That's 866 472 5791. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to The Underground. Today we've been talking to Hannah Richardson and Amanda Torres, who have both suffered from debilitating allergies. I'm your host, Kelly Richardson. If you have any questions for Hannah, Amanda, or myself, we will be taking your calls at 866-472-5791. In the meantime, while we wait to hear from our listeners, I have some questions for you both. So do either of you have any new allergies that have sprung up since I've balanced your body or worked on you? Yeah. I mean, I I feel like I find new allergies every once in a blue moon. Um, that's just kind of normal order for me. 
Um, yes. Well, I mean, you got to realize Hannah's grandma, Clara, she's got severe allergies to food and rosemary and all sorts of interesting things. And I think Hannah gets a little bit of that from her grandma. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the ones I found recently, um, my friend made me like a turmeric tea, um, with, I don't, I don't exactly remember what was in it. I think maybe ginger and turmeric or whatever. It was just very standard. Mm -hmm. Um, and I had it and like, it wasn't like overwhelmingly, like I was, my throat was swelling up, but like it did swell up a little bit and it was a little itchy and I was like, oh, um, new, uh new allergy unlocked. It was like collecting Pokemon, like got to get, got to catch them all. Uh, <laughs> got to become allergic to everything. Um, but that was one of them that was more recent. And then I think I brought up, uh, I recently developed an allergy to cats once my cat uh, Packer died. Um, and that's one I tried to balance for myself and I got it to like a manageable level, but, um, every once in a while, like my grandma has a long haired cat and Whenever I go to her place, I always have a little bit of issues, but I've not had any problems with any of my friends' cats um, or short-haired cats. But that's those are the ones that come to mind right off the bat. But I seem to collect them to things that I've never been allergic bef to before. But, but now you can work on yourself. Yeah. And take care of them. Because Hannah is in Washington, D.C. She's home right now. But usually I just have to... Tell her, you know what to do. You can you can self-care here. You can take care of yourself. You know what to do. And with the cat allergy, uh, yes, Packer did die. And if you look at grandma's house, your grandfather just died in that house. So there's emotions going on there as well. Um, Hannah's brother, Gabe, has a severe allergy to cats. And he refuses. <laughs> well, I shouldn't say that. He he just doesn't want to be around cats. He just doesn't want to be fixed. He doesn't want anything. After he was no longer um, allergic to that anymore, Hannah can um, manipulate her dad into letting her get two cats. So there's that. But um, yeah, cat allergy is extremely difficult. So if you were able to do that on your own and you got it more manageable, that's pretty impressive, Hannah. You should be proud of yourself. It took a few sessions and Lauren worked on me a little bit as well. Right. I remember you calling me, mom, I worked on myself. I got, I, I can go over to my friend's house that has cats now. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that conversation. <laughs> Amanda, what about you? Any new allergies pop up for you? Nope. I have not had any any new allergies come to fruition. So that's, that's very exciting. <laughs> my hay fever, even I'm, I struggled with hay fever all of my life and that has actually also subsided mm -hmm. since all of that. So that's an exciting thing too. So, but no new ones. Yeah. I think you're due to come back in because we're getting our first real snowstorm here and cold winter is coming as they say. Yes. <laughs> Especially here in Wisconsin. Winter is definitely coming late, but it's coming and it'll yes. come pretty strongly. So we're going to have to get you in for that again, just as a yeah. checkup. And yeah. a lot of times with allergies, I like to do once a year checkups just to make sure they're prepped and ready for the season. So what else has helped you in dealing with your allergies that you found? 
I love doing grounding exercises. Like I love putting my feet in the grass when it's climate acceptable. Um, the, the EFT tapping, I love that. It's, it can be a really amazing go-to just on the spur of the moment. Um, checking in with you, obviously, but just doing some really intentional self-care things, moving my body, eating better. And, and those are things I'm all a work in progress on, you know, just really trying to take care of who I am in the physical and the mental and doing, you know, that work and carving out self-care time is, is become very important to me, especially in the last couple of years, since my whole life has changed and getting married and moving into a different house and all of that. I mean, it's become a huge priority that I am still learning how to do and still, still, you know, slide back every once in a while, but um, self-care is huge important for me. Yeah, and Amanda can just walk over to my office now that she's moved. I can. Literally, I could wave at her from my <laughs> office window if I wanted to. <laughs> Poor girl has to put up with me more often. <laughs> Not putting up. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Anna, what about you? What do you, Have you found anything else that helps with your allergies? I mean, I know um, that you know how to balance the body to it, but do you have to do anything else? You don't need an in inhaler anymore, do you? No, no, I don't use an inhaler anymore. Um, I'm trying to think what I normally do. Uh, I mean, at least for like seasonal allergies, I tend to make sure like my hair is up. Um, I wash my hair so to get all the pollen out every night. Um, let's see. Honestly, like it's although it's not the best method, just kind of. I I do tend to just kind of ignore it. I'm like, no, it doesn't. This isn't real. Like this isn't happening. I can get away. Like this isn't a huge deal. You can do that um, in your young 20s. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, my throat's swelling up a little bit, but it's not that bad. Um, I do do that a lot, which is not always helpful. Um, and then just drinking a lot of water, especially if my throat's swelling up just to flush it out a little bit. Um, Why don't you just work on yourself and like take care of it immediately? Yeah, nah, that's something I could also do. I don't always lazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. There's not always the time. Mom, of will you do this for me instead? I don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, you know how it always tastes better when somebody else cooks. That's kind of this situation too. It's like I'm just gonna yeah. text Kelly, like <laughs> especially because I'm so new at it. Like I've never like I know the basics. I'm like, why would I do that when my mom could do it in two seconds? Right. <laughs> Well, and it's about building up your own self-confidence, right? And it's like, well, my mom can do it, like you said, in two seconds where it's going to take me 20 minutes to do. But the more you do it on yourself, the more it's just quickly taken care of. Put in the negative emotion, find it. Find the positive emotion, put it in and balance the body to it. See what organs are being affected by the allergen and clear it out of the system. That's basically what we do. And you know how to do all of that. It's just a matter of if and when you're ready. And I think you'll do that more after you have your own kids and you're like, I don't want to take her to the ER. I don't want to go to the doctor. This is going to cost me 200 bucks to take her in. That so I could take them to see you. And then, boom, problem solved again. <laughs> oh, hey, if that's how I get you to live close to me, I guess we can make we can make arrangements. 
<laughs> I don't need to be there. My, I, can, I can just ship my kids up. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can also, with allergies, you can still um, do it remotely as well. I can do it over Zoom. You don't have to be in person. It Allergies are easier if you do it in person, especially for the really hard ones like cats. Mm-hmm. Everybody's allergic to cats. And that one is very tricky because it could be cat saliva it could be cat dander it could be cat hair it it, there's so many combinations that it can be and it took me a couple years to figure that one out so that that's just what i've noticed i'm not perfect at everything i do but if we can have improvements along the way i mean don't get me wrong some people fully cured of it but others it takes it's it's more gradual um, and so I try to give realistic expectations when we're dealing with allergies and everyone's different, right? We got to get to the bottom of it. And what if it's more than one thing? Like Hannah, you know, it was, she had a cat allergy because her cat died, but her grandfather also passed away and it was in that house with that cat. So <clears throat> there's some other components that you have to look at. So that's why I have you sit in my office and we talk for about 20 minutes and make sure that I get all the all the information before I get started and throw you up on the table. Do you find the deeper the trauma, the harder it is to clear the allergy? I'm sorry, what was that? Do you find that the deeper the trauma, the harder it is to clear the allergy? Not necessarily. Um, It depends on how old the allergy is or how old the trauma is. Like with my husband, Scott, he developed a cat allergy at five years old. And the emotion that came out was abandonment. And Mm -hmm. we're like, how did you feel abandoned at five years old? And he was the oops baby that his mom was being prepped for a hysterectomy. And they found that she was pregnant with him. He's got brothers that are 16 years older than him, 12 years older than him, 10 years older than him, and he was their play toy. So they would bounce him around and play with him, and he was entertainment all day, every day, and then all of a sudden, all of them went off to college, and they Mm -hmm. left home, and he became an only child, and it was devastating for him. So that's where his allergic reaction came from. It took us a long time to figure that one out. I had to develop some of my own protocol in order to figure that out. Sure. So do either of you have any advice for anyone who may be just now going through um, some allergies and would like to get help? Like, what would you say to them? Go see my mom. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are so easy. (laughs) <laughs> Anna sent people, she was giving tours in the state capital, or I'm sorry, in the national capital. And she had some tourists give me a holler just out of the blue. They're like, your daughter told me to call you. <laughs> yeah, you've got a DC base now. So <laughs> do you have any advice for anybody that may be considering getting work done? Um. I mean, I usually let like inform them that uh, a lot of allergy is just wrapped up in trauma. Um, Like look back and see what might be an indicator and what are some like unresolved traumas and what might be going on deep down and kind of listening more intuitively to your body to kind of see where that might have stemmed from. Because if that's resolved, then 
the allergy becomes easier. So I do recommend that. Not everybody likes that explanation though. Your mom's woo-woo-ness is wearing off on you. (laughs) Amanda, how about you? Do you have any advice for anyone that's listening in? I love to tell people about their blocked emotions. So I am just (laughs) a fire hose when it comes to that stuff. So I, if somebody comes to me and says something like, all I need to do is talk about my experience and be like, you need, you need to see my friend because she's done amazing things on so many different levels. And, um, just, I mean, literally a walking, like I can show people (laughs) that I don't have the allergic reactions that I used to have. So, I mean, I've got pictures from when I first started having reactions. So yeah, all I got to do is talk about my experience and just send them your way. Well, thank you both for being on the show. Today, we've been talking with Hannah Richardson and Amanda Torres. Both of these ladies have suffered from debilitating allergies in their lives. Through the use of bioenergetic kinesiology, both have started to overcome their allergies and live their lives to the fullest. So thank you both for being on the show and sharing your personal stories with our audience. I'm your host, Kelly Richardson. I can be reached at kellyrichardson.us, email at richardsoncenter at outlook.com, or you can call the office at 608-563-5202. Amanda, do you have any information of how people can get a hold of you if they want to get a hold of you? Yep, they can check me out on my Facebook and Instagram, which is Becoming Amanda Podcast, or they can check out wherever they listen to podcasts. They can check out Becoming Amanda Podcast on there. Okay. Next week, we will be talking about how bioenergetic kinesiology helped an entire family overcome the hurdles that they were and challenges they were facing in their lives. Join us next week, Thursdays at noon Central Time for the Underground. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of The Underground with Kelly Richardson. We hope you have learned something you can apply to your own life. For more information, contact www.kellyrichardson.us. Until we talk again, have a wonderful week.